Hey everybody, welcome back to Bucks UK TV. It's episode 122 and uh, this is now the preview episode. We are looking at double previews this week. Uh, as I mentioned last time, it's Christmas coming up the week ahead. There's going to be no podcasts, season of goodwill to all men and uh, family time being important. So this time we're going to be looking at both the Jaguars game and the Saints game. But before that, we have uh, a prize competition wheel of names to do. So our week 13 competition every week, if you're a Bucks UK member, you already know this. If not, why on earth are you not a member? Every week we have prize competitions galore going on, lots of stuff on offer, t-shirts, uh, placemats, magazines, newspapers, caps. Every week, multiple bags of prizes. Uh, this one is a five-way tie. Uh, as you can see on the wheel, we've got Lynn Casey, John Young, John Moran, Steve Gargett, and uh, Neil Ferguson. Only one prize bundle, however. Uh, there's no splitsies, no swapsies. So uh, good luck to you all, and we will see who is our Week 13 winner. Oh, Adam, you've not set any music. I'll try. I'll do it for you. Ah, uh, Neil, I think. Yeah. Well done, Neil Ferguson. Okay. Congratulations to you. Okay, so that then brings us on to the Christmas Eve game at 9pm. Um, Santa's going to have to hurry up in the UK and get a bit of a wriggle on after this. Uh, whoever's drinking during the game, make sure you've uh, you've not had too many Amaretto's and Diet Cokes. Jacksonville are coming to the Ray J. Now, Phil McKenzie, this is not your Jaguars team of old, is it? No, no. Um, I was just looking uh, earlier today at some of their sort of their recent form. That uh, they're in a bit of a slump at the moment, I think, mm. which um, it is good timing for us uh, coming off the back of three wins as well. So um, yeah, I think we're, we're all feeling a bit more positive about this than than we were maybe sort of four or five weeks ago. Yeah, I mean it's hard, isn't it? They're kind of been the joke of the NFL, then they've been the form team, and now they're kind of back somewhere in the middle. David, I just don't know what to make of Trevor Lawrence. I feel like he's like a giraffe, sort of galumphing around the field sometimes, and then every now and then he throws a pass that really fools you. So, yeah, he can throw the A's, he can <laughs> run around and with his legs and get first downs easy. But then he can just throw crazy balls, be intercepted, or fumble the ball and turn over. You just don't know what you're going to get with him. And so, you know, it's all about us getting the pressure on him and getting him to make those mistakes this week. So you think we should um, blitz him as much as possible? Yeah, he doesn't like pressure. If, but it's not just that, but keeping him in the pocket. If you let him get loose, yeah, and I think yeah. this is the sort of game again where if you've got a wild-running quarterback where JTS needs to deliver, he needs to be Late there. And that's the sort of game yeah, where we can contain. cancel those purse out, contain them. So, um, yeah, keep him in the pocket and get to him. And uh, that's when he'll turn the ball over. We'll either fumble it holding on too long or we'll make silly passes. And this is big time, really. We've spoken the last few weeks about our offences had a lot of pressure, but not quite got there. Not necessarily got the sacks that we needed. This is the game where they actually need to deliver, I think. So would you agree, Phil? How does the how does the defence stop the Jaguars? Um, well, I think it's quite interesting that Trevor Lawrence is not playing well at the present moment in time. He's also, I think, in concussion protocol as well, isn't he? Um, at the present moment in time. So he's not 100%. If you want my honest opinion, I don't think it's Trevor Lawrence. The danger is going to come from Trevor Lawrence. I think it's going to come from the running backs and Tetian. Yeah. 
I think he's a yeah, real yeah, powerhouse. Yeah, the backup quarterback it says here is CJ Brethard. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, but you say Travis Etienne. I think I also think I really like the the Jaguars line. I think they've got a really good yeah. offensive line, yeah. and they've built from the. You, know, you can tell. I think that's probably a legacy hangover from the Doug Marone days. Shout out to uh, London Monarch, obviously. Um, yeah, they've they've always had a solid line. But maybe I think for what I mean, their skill position players seem to be quite solid as well on offense. Yeah, I th- I think so. They've got Christine Kirk and also Evan Ingram's also a big go-to guy. He's very yeah. heavy on his, uh, very heavy on his tight ends, isn't he? Um, is Lawrence? He, he likes Ingram and he likes what for the one's name now? Farrell. That's it. Yeah, both both good God. Because really they're they're putting a lot of hopes on Calvin Ridley, who hasn't delivered really this season. But uh, Christian Kirk has done a good job. But I'm not still not convinced that if, if we get to to Lawrence. He's and especially with him being, I don't want to sound too sort of morbid in this. Few, he's been in a few concussion problems in the last few weeks. It's, I think I, I think we could, uh, you know, but they've got to do st- stop the run. They've got to stop the run. Yeah, and and Mr. McKenzie, obviously, I think David mentioned yeah about the pressure on JTS. Which other Bucks players do you think are going to be maybe most under the spotlight or have to step up here? Um, yeah, I, I, I think it. The, the secondary as as well, um, you know, it, if we if we don't get enough pressure or or we do let you know Lawrence unleash, it, you know, they, they do um, they do like a few sort of deep balls over. It's the got a deep ball on. He's got an arm. Yeah. yeah, they have got a few weapons there, so um, we we've got to really watch for that as well. But but hopefully get that pressure on um, early uh, and and you know let prevent that from happening. And then I guess if we flip over to the other side of the ball, David, um, it feels like I think we could probably move move the ball on this 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 Jaguars team. Yeah, and this is where the run game is going to be really important for us. Mm-hmm. Keep developing that run game, um, and screen passes. I mean, I don't know if anyone saw the uh, the Ravens game against them, but I mean Lamar, they got a lot of pressure through to him, but he just ran through them all the time. Um, I don't think Baker's quite that mobile. <laughs> um, so we're going to really need to focus on either quick screen passes, get it out quick, or, you know, keep developing and building on that run game. So, yes, yeah, so a short, quick passing run game. Uh, Phil, are we running up the gut still, do you think? Um, yeah, some degree. Yeah, I don't think we'll see as much running up the gut as we did against Green Bay. I think we'll be off the screen pass. And I think White will be you know, a part of that, you know, and sort of um, to give Baker a bit of a, um, bit of a, a, cop, a sort of a out, you know, with White on the outside. You've got to watch Josh Allen, though. He's he's a monster, that man. Is. He really is, you know, seven sacks this season. And he's, he's their main power. He? Yeah, yeah, he's their main powerhouse. You've got to stop him. You've got to stop him. But, uh, yeah, it's just got to, they're, they're a losing streak of three. They've got, they've got them in a very interesting division where, both teams below them have got the same record. So, you know, the pressure is going to be seriously on them this weekend to break that losing streak. And uh, we're going into this game on a winning streak of three. So the confidence is going to be sky high. Yeah, I think we'll I like that. And I mean, if you, oh, so I was going to say, if you said at the start of the season, here we are, I'd be playing in, what was it, week 15, and we'd be one game behind him. Mm. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, compared to pre-season expectations. Well, expectations three weeks ago, to be quite honest. 
<laughs> I think that's true. Mr. McKenzie, you, you mentioned in the last podcast around, you know, finally managing to, to get hold of um, Godwin and, and picking out, you know, Co'Keefe and others. Yeah, it feels e- each week we don't know which of the, the receivers and the tight ends are going to be uh, dialed up. Who, yeah. who do you think you might want to try and target against the Jaguars? Who, who are we going to uh, spread the ball to? Yeah, um, I, I agree that I think Rashad White is going to be um, a, a big player in this in this game. Um, you know, I, I do see Baker getting under a bit of pressure. To be honest, um, they they did that against the Ravens, as you said. But um, you know, Lamar Jackson managed to evade them, you know, quite well. So we are going to have to get rid of the ball quickly. But you know, we we have been using White in the in the screen game pretty well in the last few weeks and I've been really impressed and I'm, I, I made a comment on the forum during the Packers game you get White in space and he's as good as anybody you know we've seen it quite a few times this season and we remember that obviously the big the big play in Munich last year against the Seahawks that's always a well that, that was that was the play that I think we all thought Rashad White had come of age and that was gonna you know and then the beginning of the year was a bit more confusing um those of us that drafted him in our fancy football teams what was the point? And then, and then this week he goes into slides. I mean, yes, okay, fair enough. Sliding was the right thing to do. But this was the playoffs this week. I, I digress. <laughs> yes. With it, of our receivers, though, I think, you know, in the, in the past I've said, uh, Phil, about having to try and get all these quick slants. And actually, we've mm-hmm. tried a few slants recently. They've been, by and large, not very successful. So what sort of passing plays do you think you'd like to see? Um. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I think just just try and mix it up a bit. Um, to be honest, I'd like to see a couple of deep shots as well, which we, we don't seem to have done in the last couple of games. Um, so, so so maybe try and get Mike Evans or or uh, Palmer or somebody over the top. Yeah, stretch the field a bit as well. I think that's a good call. Okay, so it's money where your mouth is time now. It's score predictions. How you think this is going to pan out? Um, Mr. Jones, let's start with you. Season of uh, goodwill and tree growing out your head. Were you? <laughs> Mrs. Uh, didn't bring your flag up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I wasn't allowed. Um, <laughs> I think twenty-eight seventeen. I think we're going to. I think we're going to beat them. Beat them well. Mm. Okay. All right. That's that's four three in soccer parlance. We like that. That's good. Uh, <laughs> David, score for you. I think it could be a bit of a shootout. Actually, mm. I'm going for Bucks in thirty-seven twenty-eight. <laughs> Crikey, that'll be another one fun to watch. Yeah, but it's I'll... Christmas, isn't it? I know, but try and get to sleep after seeing that. You'll have the adrenaline <laughs> at three in the morning. Well, don't worry, Santa's coming. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that mince pie and brandy might be needed. Uh, <laughs> Phil, uh, what's your score prediction? Uh, a bit, bit tighter than that. I'm going uh, 24-20. Okay, 24-20. So that's um, them, two touchdowns, two field goals. Us three touchdowns in the first. So yeah, four all, but we win the win the tiebreaker. Okay, yeah. I like that. That's good. For me, I I kind of David. I think I think the shootout thing. I think is quite interesting. For some reason in my head, I've just got I've got thirty one twenty one in in my head. So I think that's I think this is going to be the time in which our offense is going to really feel like confident and we can move the ball. And I just love the that that change to the run blocking. To, to get the running game going and the change in the passing to try and, you know, people down the seams and there's tight ends breaking it half the field. If we can keep that going, I think that'll be really interesting. Okay, people at home, make sure you hit the like 
button, bell, all of that stuff, subscribe, uh, no matter which uh, avenue you're listening to us on. Uh, we will be back in 10 seconds uh, to talk about the New Orleans Saints game. Okay, guys, so uh, we're taking two games together. Uh, they're both home games, so after hopefully beating the Jacksonville Jaguars, in come the Saints, everyone's favourite uh, division rival to possibly play on New Year's Eve. Uh, I'm trying to think back to the last time I was in Tampa uh, in Raymond James Stadium. It happened to be New Year's Eve. It happened to be the New Orleans Saints. And one Mr. Jameis Winston threw a winning touchdown to Chris Godwin right where I was sitting in the corner of the field. So I'm, I don't know, you, David, you were at that game as well, I was you? sitting there. I called it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Bomb to Godwin's coming up here and there it was. So, so yeah. do, do you think we could see something similar? If we get the win next week against the Jags, then and we'll be flying. We'll be flying by then. It's not going to be a problem. So, absolutely. And, Mr. McKenzie, I mean, the, the Saints games are never a tame affair, are they? I think it's fair to say that there's not many Christmas cards exchanged between these teams. Uh, how how badly do we want it against the Saints? Uh, yeah, yeah, really badly. And I think that this, uh, in, you know, in, in the running, this is going to be the crunch game for the division, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, we don't like the Saints. And um, I always like to see uh, Mike Evans going up against uh, against the Saints' backs. <laughs> Mr. Lattimore particularly. So yeah, let's, let's hope he stays on the field this time, though. That'd be quite nice to not get sent off. And, <laughs> and Mr. Jones, um, what sort of ramifications could this have for the playoffs, do you think? Or are we locked in at this point? No, well, I was thinking about going back, going back a week. You know, the Saints are going to the Rams next week, and that's going yeah. to be well tough. I can't see them getting past that. And the Colts uh, got the Falcons, so I, th- I think, I think by if we can beat the Jags, like Phil said, we'll be flying. Mm. We'll be flying. But yeah, they, they know us well. We know them well. And again, we've got to stop the run, Kamara. Got to stop him. Well, let's let's start with the Saints on that offensive side of the ball because Derek Carr seems to have had a bit of a mixed bunch this year, and Kamara obviously wasn't quite there at the beginning, um, uh, but it feels like they're starting to to find their place now. Yeah, I think so. I think Kamara's Kamara's starting to come of age, and he's starting to find his receivers now, and and I've. Uh, I've you know, he started to use Jimmy Graham a bit as well. I thought as a name mm. from the past, mm. <laughs> um, who's six to- six catches, four touchdowns, and uh, he's yeah, he's got he's going he's going his, his act together. A bit like Baker with us, it takes time to get to know, and he's and he's uh, he's he's getting to know his his team better now. Mr. McKenzie, do you think they're going to try it on again? Are we going to have to worry about Jameis Winston or and or Taysom Hill in this game? Um, yeah, I, I know they like to throw Taysom Hill in uh, for the other wildcat or, or, or trick play, and, and they even got us once with Winston in, in the playoff game. Uh, I don't think we'll fall for that one again, but um, yeah, um, uh, it's, it's always good from when if, when we see James coming in for the, for the Saints, um, but uh, yeah. As Phil said, Derek Carr, I don't think he's been sort of spectacular this season, although he was out for a bit. Um, but it, yeah, they're on a sort of bit mini run as well. So um, yeah, it should be an interesting game. Okay. And David, then how, how are we going to scheme our defence to try and take away this Saints weaponry? 
again, Derek Carr is that is a bang average quarterback, really. I dare to say it. <gasps> um, you jinxed it now, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> Dave, See, what are you doing? I know. That's like, Babe, that's like Babe Ruth pointing out to the end, end of the stadium, isn't it? You know. I can see this being played back at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> but I pray not. Um, again, same, I think it's be a big game for the secondary with the likes of Olav out there yeah, yeah. Um, and covering him up. Um, and again, Taysom Hill always seems to have a, a decent game against us at times. And if mm, he gets mm. the ball, he's just mm. getting to him early and getting him down before he breaks free. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm confident about this. We've beaten them in their own backyard already this season. I think that was a bruising they weren't expecting. Yeah. Um, and as much as I think they want to come and fight back and uh, get themselves back on that, I, I think we've got too much for them, to be honest. I think the expecting bit's a really interesting point. So I've, I've got a friend who's a, a Saints fan. Or I, I say friend. Obviously, he's a Saints fan, so he's not a friend. Um but he, I think he was thinking that the Bucks were going to be the whipping boys of the division this year, and it was all wide open for the Saints to come through. And they've they've not had that sort of season, have they? So kind of the, the post Sean Payton years, it feels like it could be a slight of a um, a bit of a drought in 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 the in in the Saints' neck of the woods. So um, I guess in terms of like you know we've talked about the uh, how much. How we how we try and prison? How aggressive do you think we need to be, Mr. McKenzie, against this this team? Yeah, I I, I think we can be. Uh, yeah. I, I think we yeah we need to take it to them. Um, I mean they've had a couple of wins in the the last couple of weeks, um, albeit against the Giants uh, and the Panthers, but you know, uh, and they haven't allowed a touchdown in the last two games. So that they they tightened up the defense uh, in in the last couple of games, but. I, you know, I, I I think we can take it to them. That's uh, only the do. Giants, though. Sorry, sorry, Mariana's husband, but come on, the Giants. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's let's swap then, Mr. Jones, to the other side of the ball. Um, I still think this is a good defense. Oh, very underrated defense. I always think they they yeah. always cause us problems. We have to remember we don't like them, and they don't like us. Yeah. So that's always an impetus for any of that defense. You know. And I know we mentioned Lattimore, but there's, there's, we've got talent all over this field. And I think me and you have talked before about this. This they're very, very underrated, and they're going to they're going to cause us problems all over the place. If if our O line can play like they played against Green Bay, we it'd be a big thing because in Baker we trust. Yeah, well, there you go. Mm. Stick that on a t-shirt, somebody. That's I mean, David, this, this fronts. I mean, Phil's talked about. Um, yeah, Latimer or whatever, or the secondary. But actually, it feels like, for me, I think the front seven is going to be where we need to be. And um, you were talking about the improvements in the O line, David. You know, do you think? Do you think they're up to the task? You know, you're gonna, you know you've got Cam well, Jordan and people a, coming through. Yeah, this is definitely a better defense than we've played in recent weeks. I mean, I think they ranked ten four eleventh in the league. Yeah. Um, and like I say, a couple of shutouts against not great teams, but. Yeah, we know this is going to be tough. This is going to be a bruising battle. But again, as I say, the offense is growing in stature now. Our O line mm. starting to work out what they're doing, starting to create gaps. White's getting through now and making more and more yards. And we've got so much, we're developing that balance now, which is what you need to sort of play against teams. If they can scheme one way or the other, it makes it easy for them. And that was our struggles earlier in the season. 
now we're sort of developing both running and passing, it makes it all that more tricky. And I think we, though we're playing against the top defence, but I think we've got enough to start doing some damage there. The one thing that worries me is we always seem to do well in their backyard, but they all seem they to do, do well in ours. <laughs> and that's the one thing that's back in my mind. Nick, I, think, oh, I think it was two years ago when James did the infamous fingers crab thing. Yeah. Uh, when they gave us a right hammering when Tom Brady was playing. And I, I just that back in my mind. I, this is the one team I don't like playing at Ray J. I really don't. You never know what's going to happen, really. Well, I think you've got classes as playoff football now. Yep, it's a yep. big one. This is Look a big one. Like yeah, it's a big one. If we, if we beat the Jags next week, which I think we probably shall, I think the Saints will struggle to beat the Rams in, in LA. I can't see that, but it's going to be an interesting one. Could be a and then obviously we'll, we'll come back in the new year to, to to preview that final weekend. But of course, the NFL's, the scheduling, scheduling gods know what they're doing these days. And that last week is always a divisional game as well just to, to really keep all the permutations up and running. So <clears> it does feel like you say the playoffs have already started because it's it's win or go home now, it feels like, at this point. Well, like you say, it is, we play, we go to the empty stadium that is Carolina. And, <laughs> really um, was empty, wasn't it? Oh, incredible. <laughs> incredible. They need you to know. do the Super Bowl 55 and start putting some cardboard cutouts on the seats. Oh, it's incredible. But the thing is, the Saints play the Falcons, don't they? Yeah. So that will be a bit of a cancel each other out job, you yeah. say. Yeah. You know, it's all in our hands. It's all in our hands. But I think the Saints game is massive. It's absolutely massive for us. Yeah, our good friend Brian Ford summed it up by we keep winning and we're in the playoffs at home. That's all we need to worry about. Yep, that's right. Yep. He's already ordered the flags, I'm sure, to fill up all the seats. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, so again, round it off. Final predictions. Money where your mouth is. Um, I'm going to go first this time. I think this is going to be super tight. I think it's going to be a bit of a damp squib. I think um, there. Are, I mean, I'm not going to predict the weather. I'm not like two two weeks ahead, but a bit like the rain we had. I, I can see this being uh, a bit of a colder game. It's obviously, although it's still a six o'clock kickoff, it's not going to be sort of chilly, chilly, chilly night time. But I can imagine this being a low scoring affair. I'm going to say ten seven bucks. I think it's going to. I think we're going to perfectly cancel each other out. So there you go. I'm contro- controversy uh, ahead, David. I was going for 27, 24 bucks. We okay. sneak it the end with a field goal. Yeah, last team with the ball wins. Okay, Mr. Jones? 24, 21. Bucks, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now no pressure, Mr. McKenzie, but we've all got three-point spread. So, where are you going? Yeah, uh, I'm going 22, 14. Okay, yeah. six points. We've doubled the cover of the spread. That's perfect. So um, and and do you, twenty twenty is that is is there a defensive score in there? Do you think? Oh yeah, I, I wasn't thinking that, but I'd take it. Yeah, okay. We're, we're, if it's, as long as it's in the end zone, we don't mind. Okay, well that rounds out our preview episode. All it r- remains to say is we wish all of you that are celebrating a fantastic and very merry Christmas, um, a happy new year because it's going to be that as well. So. Uh, you know, stay safe. Uh, at least you guys in Tampa, the game will be finished by uh, by about four o'clock, so you can still get somewhere. But um, I'm still trying to persuade my family that a New Year's Eve activity consists of watching the Bucks till nine p.m. 
but hey, we'll go with it. We will see you all um, in 2024, which makes me sound re and feel really old. Thank you <laughs> all year long, those of you that have watched us. We very much appreciate it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We certainly enjoy making it. And, uh, and you know, we're just a fan club. We just want to make something for our members. Uh, everyone else is more than welcome. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. That's not a stutter. Thank you, David. And uh, just as ever, we end by saying, go Bucks. Go, go Bucks. Bucks.